0: Welcome to this edition of Cyber Threat, Real Answers to Real Problems, a new podcast series from ServiceNow. I'm Bob Bragdon, Senior Vice President and Publisher of CSO. I'm joined today by Cliff Huntington, Head of Global Sales for Governance, Risk, and Compliance at ServiceNow. Thanks for
1: joining us, Cliff. Thanks for having me, Bob. Good to join everyone today.
0: Today we're talking about cybercrime, and in particular, exploring the findings of a new global survey of nearly 3,000 cybersecurity professionals by Poneman and ServiceNow. In the past two years, 48% of companies have experienced a data breach, and the severity and volume of cyber attacks continues to increase. Given this high and potentially growing breach rate, we want to know how high-performing security teams prevent breaches, and what other teams can do to emulate their success. Patching enterprise software is a vastly more complex and a growing risk for companies of almost every size and type. Simply put, unpatched business systems are a goldmine for hackers seeking to steal data or to hold it hostage. A majority of cyber attack victims say their breaches could have been prevented by installing patches. And the survey also found that organizations can reduce their breach risk by 20% solely by scanning. Cliff, what are your thoughts here?
1: I think the survey absolutely exposed that there's a lot of low-hanging fruit for adversaries within the respondents and that's why we're seeing you know some of the breaches and some of the news events that we've seen over the last few weeks and months that said the same low-hanging fruit for those adversaries could be an opportunity for these organizations to make themselves more secure traditionally security and it are not always on the same page when it comes to patching uh, security runs their scans and generally throws some sort of a monstrous spreadsheet or to-do list from a patching perspective over the wall to IT. And IT is already buried, right? They don't need an additional workload just landing in their laps from an organization that they might may or may not have oversight over. and And this is really basic stuff, right? This is not the sexy part of IT security or information security or even IT. You know, this is not where you'll see the latest vendors in the market talking about machine learning and artificial intelligence. This is the basic blocking and tackling of a security and IT organization. It's really mission critical that these systems get patched before they become active opportunities for adversaries looking to do the organization harm.
0: But most companies don't have the resources to keep up with all the patches they need to install. And and the patching process certainly isn't as easy as clicking on an install button as much as we'd like it to be. Is this what you mean by patching paradox?
1: Yeah, when we talked about the, the patching paradox, it usually applies to a few things. So first of all, just throwing more resources at this problem doesn't necessarily solve it, right? We need to take a prioritized approach. It also refers to the fact that sometimes the simplest and most basic countermeasures, while not the sexy work that maybe everyone wants to be doing, they will actually provide the most risk reduction for the organization. So if we can start to begin to break down these silos of process and ownership between IT and security, we'll go a long ways towards unwinding this paradox. So what's the answer then? You know, I don't think this is a silver bullet, but this is a real world problem that needs solving. Uh, And companies can reduce the burden to staffers in a number of ways. So first of all, they can start coordinating efforts across teams. In the Ponymon study, only 16% of respondents said that their team is solely responsible for patching. So that means this is a collaborative effort across multiple teams and functions to solve this overarching problem for the organization. And the rest reported that an average of 12.1 days are lost coordinating that effort across teams. This is a huge gap in uh, stall time that adversaries can exploit. Finally, you know, technology can assist in creating a collaborative bridge between IT and security. Before we
0: continue with our conversation, I want to say a few words about our sponsor.
1: Cyber Threat, Real Answers
0: to Real Problems, reports on the latest statistics and news around cybersecurity, and is presented by CIO.com in partnership with ServiceNow. To learn more, visit ServiceNow.com. Now back to our show. So, Cliff, the survey also found that 73% of respondents have no common view of assets and applications across security and IT. That 57% told us that things slip through the cracks because emails and spreadsheets are used to manage the patching process. (laughs) I love that one. And 62% say there's no easy way to track whether vulnerabilities are being patched in a timely manner.
1: And, and it's not just about working slowly. Sixty-five percent of respondents also said they find it difficult to prioritize what needs to be patched first. Again, this is a symptom of manual processes and disconnected systems. You know, having no visibility into which systems are important and which applications or business services that they support, that's a real problem because business context is king in prioritizing response. So then, again, I have to ask, what's the answer here? Well, we really think that automation offers a path forward, right? If we can get repeatable in our vulnerability response processes, we can increase accuracy, and that will reduce risk and eliminate rework for both IT and security. Uh, Workflow and process automation adds to this by driving significant efficiencies, accelerating patching times, and reducing staffing requirements. IT and security need to be reading from the same sheet of paper when it comes to the environment as well. There needs to be a single source of truth on what an asset is and what it supports within the organization. It's really important to take a prioritized view of the environment, informed by business context and risk. So we have time for one last question.
0: What are the key takeaways and learnings for IT and security pros here?
1: I think there's a huge opportunity for us to start building the bridge between IT and security, help these teams become more collaborative. We need to build an end-to-end process from discovery with vulnerability scanners and configuration management systems and information security all the way through to patching and change management within IT and really drive that closed-loop process so we can track accuracy and prioritization and the, the fact that we're actually reducing our risk exposure. You know, technology solutions can absolutely help with the collaboration, the automation, the prioritization, and the workflow that will allow these processes to be successful. I think executive sponsorship is also key as well. So this conversation also needs to be happening between the CIO and the CISO. And these executives need to be providing uh, sponsorship to their teams and air cover so they can have this conversation and drive improvement. Any other important recommendations? You know, we're hearing a lot about trying to take a risk-based approach when figuring out what needs to be resolved. So if you have knowledge of what your most critical systems are, then you can begin to figure out which ones are high risk from a security or an availability or a privacy or even a compliance perspective. And risk assessment can help inform patching prioritization right If you only have ten dollars to spend in your in your patching program, then you really want to make sure that you're spending those ten dollars to mitigate seventy or eighty percent of the risk exposure versus maybe just ten percent of the risk exposure. Issues on high-risk systems should be prioritized higher because an exploitation of those could result in a real loss event for the organization. So the risk-based approach is, is definitely something that we're seeing a lot of traction on.
0: That sounds good. Well, thanks, Cliff. That was a great discussion. Thanks for listening to today's episode of our podcast series, Cyber Threat: Real Answers to Real Problems. Be sure to watch for additional episodes by subscribing to the IDG Tech Talk channel on SoundCloud and iTunes for service now and CSO I'm Bob Brighton